Hello everyone. The Lord be with you. It was lovely to share in our service broadcast yesterday and I do hope that you found time to be with God and to hear from him. Well today's reading is from Hebrews. We continue with Hebrews. We had Hebrews on uh, Saturday. Uh, it's Hebrews chapter 12 this time verses 7 to 11. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits? And live forever for our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years doing the best they knew how but God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness no discipline is enjoyable while it is happening it's painful but afterward there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way this is the word of the Lord Thanks be to God. Well, the heading in my Bible for this section of James uh, of Hebrews chapter 12 says God's discipline proves his love. And so many of us wrestle with that word discipline. It's not a popular word in the 21st century. And also it's not a word we might easily associate with a loving God. And given the fact that he's talking, uh, that that passage talks about Earthly fathers being fathers of good discipline doesn't always uh, sit right with uh, some of us because that wasn't necessarily the case for some people. Uh, their father may have been absent. Their father may not have been all that they ought to have been. And so making that comparison with God in today's uh, society isn't always that easy. Um, but we've been reflecting and what it means to be holy as God is holy. And we as human beings will always need to work on becoming more and more like Jesus. And God gets that it won't be easy for us. So in these verses we see that discipline is a key word. But let's try and understand the biblical meaning and context for the use of this word. So the Greek word used here now remember the new testament was written in greek the greek word used here is paideia and i hope i'm saying that right uh, but it's spelled p-a-i-d-e-i-a paideia and it is to do with education tutoring or teaching training and care of the body increasing virtue um, parental teaching child training and instruction. So biblical discipline is about learning and being taught on how to live that godly life. So God's discipline or training molds us into the image of God and it prepares us for when testing times come. The closer we are to God's character, the more able we will be to endure the difficulties of life. I learned the phrase 
if it don't kill you, it'll make you strong. Uh, from a friend years ago. And that's how it has been following Jesus for me. When things have happened in life that I thought would have been the finish of me, God has helped me to endure and come out stronger, able to trust him no matter what. The difficult times of my life have proved to be good training and instruction, good training ground for trusting in the Lord and strengthening my faith. I wonder how's it been for you in your life? So from this passage we learn how much God loves us. He treats us like his own children. He disciplines or trains or instructs us and it's always good for us. It allows us to share in his holiness. We will have painful lessons to learn in life and that's just life for everybody. There's going to be painful times, but there will be, when we follow God, a peaceful harvest. You know, I'm reminded of the story of Joseph, and you can read the story of Joseph in Genesis chapters, verse, chapters 37 to 50. Um, and uh, it's worth reading if you've got some time to do that, the whole of it. But here was a young man of promise, who knew that God had great plans for him. But the inexperience of youth made him brag to his brothers about his dreams, showing that one day they would bow down to him. And it led to kidnap, attempted murder, sold into slavery and imprisonment for many years until God's plan was fulfilled. One phrase that comes through the story in, in the worst times of Joseph's life was that wherever he ended up, he eventually prospered in that position. In Potiphar's house, he prospered as a servant, but it was all ruined because Potiphar's wife had an, an eye for him and because he would not go there, she had him um, thrown into prison. And there in prison... Uh, he became um, right-hand man to the jailer. He, as a prisoner, he still prospered um, in that position. And Joseph experienced God's discipline or training or instruction in life in order for him to become against all odds and could never have seemed possible Pharaoh's right-hand man, from slave to ruler. And you know, when years later, his brothers come to the land of Egypt to seek food because there's famine in their land. They don't recognise who Joseph is until the very end when Joseph reveals himself and they want to say how sorry they are for what they did to him. And Joseph said, you meant to harm me, but God meant it for good. And that statement or that thought pattern is all the way through uh, the Bible. When we get to Romans 8, like we had the reading from Romans 8 last week in, in uh, our Sunday worship, um, that all things work together for good for those who love God. <clears throat> so Joseph says, you know, you meant it to harm me, but God 
meant it for good. And that's something we need to hold on to in those times of difficulty. So he went from slave to ruler in Egypt. So through through the life of Joseph, we learn that suffering, no matter how unfair, can develop strong character in us and is never for nothing when we follow Jesus. So the writer of Hebrews wants us to understand God's deep love for us. And uh, in my study Bible, it says this. Who loves his children more? The father who allows them to do whatever they want without restraint or the one who corrects, trains and maybe even punishes them to help them learn what is right. No one likes to be corrected and disciplined by God, but his discipline shows his deep love for us. When God corrects you through his word, through circumstances or through other people, see it as proof of his love. And ask him, what do I need to learn in this situation? We may respond to discipline in several ways. One, we can accept it with resignation. Two, we can accept it with self-pity, thinking we really don't deserve it. Three, we can be angry and resentful toward God. Or four, we can accept it graciously, letting it accomplish its purpose in our lives. I wonder, can you think of things God has taught you as you have journeyed with him in your life? Perhaps you can find time today or tomorrow to think of other biblical characters who were strengthened through adversity and went on to do some significant things in the history of God's people. Let us know through, uh, through WhatsApp, um, or email or text uh, just let you know let me know if you can think of uh, several character of any characters in the bible that have uh, that pattern in their lives most of us know that being a christian a follower of christ means we will have some tough times but what we learn along the way is that we get stronger through the trials And we press on towards the goal. So as we face another blip in the lockdown restrictions put on us here in Calderdale and surrounding areas, let us hold on to the Lord so that we can endure and come out at the other end stronger and able to face what comes next. Amen. Lord, we thank you that you love us enough to instruct us in the way to become holy as you are holy. What a privilege and joy it is to know that we are your children. How comforting to know that you always work for our good. We thank you that we can share in your holiness and that no matter what we face with you, There is a peaceful harvest. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Mighty God, pour out your power 
and strength on us. Grant us the nourishment we need to receive your word. May your presence fill our lives and carry us forth, preparing us to be your people and equipping us to do your work in the world, in your holy name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And in our parish prayers today, we pray for the Bishop of Uddersfield, our area bishop, Bishop Jonathan Gibbs, and our Archdeacon, Anne Daughtry. And I think they're both having a bit of a break at the moment, well deserved, so we pray for them that they will have a restful time and be able to come back on board refreshed and ready to go. We pray for all who live and work in the areas of Bankfield Terrace, Beach Avenue, Beach Road, Beach View, Beach Villas, Belgrave Street, Belmont Street and Bentley Mount. Lord, may your presence be in those places. May your Holy Spirit transform lives in this town. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. <clears throat> and we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so now, as we start a new week, may we um, go knowing that God goes with us. And so, as we have received light, we go now to bring light to the world. As we have received God's blessing... We go now to be a blessing to others. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. So until tomorrow, everyone, have a lovely day and um, we'll be back tomorrow. We, I think we, we're still in Hebrews and I think tomorrow we're going to be thinking about um, uh, the call to listen to God. So um, until then, have a fantastic day and I hope lockdown isn't uh, too um, difficult knowing that we've got to go back into a state that we were before and thought we were coming out of. But I just pray that you might, we might all know God's presence and that we all stay safe. And that's the main thing. 
Until tomorrow then. Bye for now.